Yo, what's going on? We are back. We live. This is episode three, I think. Episode three. Um, first of all, let me apologize right away for not giving y'all a podcast last week. And the reason I didn't give y'all a podcast last week is not because I was being lazy or because I wasn't being persistent. It's actually the opposite. I actually was being very persistent in chasing that cash. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. Basically, as entrepreneurs and creatives and whatever you want to call yourself, we go through ups and downs, right? We get highs, we get lows. Some months are good, some months are bad, some years are bad, some years are good. Today, I would like to talk about chasing down payments from clients. So here's the thing. I mostly work on a net 15 basis um, with clients. And for those of you who may not be familiar with that, that means you do a job And then the client has 15 days to pay your invoice, in which clients usually will pay those in 15 days. So it's a little bit different from um, sometimes you're like a day player and you get paid right away after you're done. Once you're done with your day, you get your check and you go. A lot of the stuff I do is uh, based in post-production, so I am editing or working on a project for a few days, maybe weeks or maybe months. Now, most of the time I'll get a deposit from clients and then that's cool. I get the deposit. I do the work. Uh, When the work is done, I get the final deposit or the final payment and I give them their work. And most of the time, that all runs smooth. There's other times where I do the work, I send the client an invoice, and as my net 15, and I should be paid within two weeks, that 15 days. There's other times where there's net 30, there's net 45, there's net 60, and the dreaded net 90. Now, I've seen and heard of people signing on to a net 90. I even had a homie that was on a net 180. Now understand this. When you're a freelancer, you don't know. It's very uncertain when your next check or your next job is going to come. So that net 15 and knowing that money is supposed to be there in those 15 days, those 30 days, 45 days, When it's not there, that can hurt because you're planning for that money, whether it be your rent, um, your car note, hell, groceries, heat, electric, internet to continue to be creative and continue to build upon what you're doing in your business, gas to be able to travel. Um, You may have Uh, payments for credit cards for being in business a lot of times you'll have that you know that net payment coming in and you're putting things on credit cards so if you don't get that payment 
in time with your net 15 or your net 30, if you don't get that payment in time, then it's it's actually costing you more money because now you're missing the due date of that credit card payment and you're paying maybe the minimum and you're getting charged interest. So that's where the problems come in. So back to what I was saying. When you're when you're on that net 15, net 30, you expect that because you have to get certain things done. And when that does not come and you have to chase, you know, the clients down to get it, it gets very frustrating and is very difficult. Um, A lot of times the net 15s, 30s, well, the net 30s, 45s, 60s, uh, the dreaded 90 comes from companies. And now the companies, they usually always want to pay you further down the line, which is normally, okay, it's cool. It all works out until it doesn't, until it breaks down, until you don't get that net 15 and that net 15 turns to 30 and every 30 days, Somebody comes knocking on that door for that rent payment or that car note or that credit card payment. Or hell, you might have school tuition for a kid, daycare. You know what I mean? So that's going to come knocking every month. And when these companies don't pay on time and now you have to chase them, it's very frustrating. And it's not that these companies may or may not be being malicious towards you because most of the people that I work with, I 100% believe they're not being malicious towards me. I think there may be some kind of breakdown in communication somewhere in the chain. Uh, Maybe something didn't get approved right away. Maybe an invoice got lost. You know, it's not always a malicious thing. So I'm not saying that, but even when it's uh, not malicious, it still hurts a freelancer. So what are we doing as freelancers? Well, first, let's attack this. First thing is for companies and people who are paying net 15s, net 30s, net 45s, net 90s, for those companies that are paying on those, you companies, you have to be responsible and pay by those due dates because the same way that you have an urgency to get your project back and have quality in your project, you should have that urgency to pay your creative person, your freelancer. And even with the person like me, myself with Imagination Upgraded, if I'm working for a company and I'm providing a service and I'm getting quality work done efficiently and fast, that usually means that I may have an employee or a freelancer or a contractor working on this project as well. And if you are late paying me, now I have to either, one, tell my freelancer that I cannot pay them for the work that they put in on this project because the client hasn't paid me yet or two 
I have to go in my pocket and pay them just to get them squared away because ultimately they are my responsibility and I hire them for that job. So I still have to take care of them. And usually with me, it's the latter. I usually will go out of my pocket, come out of my pocket and pay whoever I need to pay to take care of them. And then I take on all the stress and I take on all the the heat, the heartache, the hurt behind not getting paid. So creatives, what are we doing to rectify this situation? I find myself a lot of times wanting to, and I know I'm not the only one, um, I find myself wanting to not really address it because or not really address it in fear of then not getting the work then that company or that client not wanting to send me any more work because I address them about late payments so that's a tough thin line because you can either go after your payment hopefully get your payment and then continue to work or you can go after your payment a client can get frustrated and irritated with you and want to show you and hold off on you and hold your money and then still not send you any more work and that's not cool that's not that's not a good look um and now mind you Anybody that's listened to this, I'm just giving, you know, examples of just some some things that I've, I've gone through. And I don't think that any of the people that I currently am working with um, would do anything uh, to, you know, purposely um, keep money away from me because, you know, they like my work um, and we've been working well for a long time. Um, I'm really just putting this out there to speak to other creators and other entrepreneurs, other filmmakers, other uh, graphic designers, other motion graphic artists, other uh, DPs, editors, whatever you may be. I'm really just putting that out there just to kind of figure out like why, why is it that some people feel that Creatives should be paid last or, you know, so their freelancers can wait on their payment. The freelancers can wait on their money. But then it becomes even a, a bigger conversation. The conversation gets even bigger when it comes down to why do people think that freelancers and creatives will work on experience? Yes, the E word, experience. This will be a great experience. Or the other E word, exposure, exposure, exposure. I did that with my mouth, by the way. I didn't even put an effect on that. So experience and exposure. And I can tell you this. Anything that you're always going to do some free work. Jumping out the gate. That's plain and simple. You're always going to do some free work. But there comes a point in your career where you've built your portfolio and you've built your brand 
and you built up your Instagram, you built up your name and your reputation and your quality shows where now you should be getting paid for everything that you do. I mean, this conversation is going to get real deep. So I'm going to go into a couple different topics on this. But after you've built yourself up and now you're at a place where you got good work, it's looking good. You work with some brands. It's on the real. That exposure is over. That exposure is over. It's time for payment. You need to get paid. We need to get paid. You know what I mean? Like, I understand. I don't know why this business is stuck in the old school way of, yo, come in here, get treated like shit, fight through it, get some people to refer you, and then you'll be okay. But you're going to have to do that for like 10 years. So I'm going to keep it 100. I don't have 10 years in me to do that. I'm 35. I got three kids. I don't have 10 years in me to do that. I've been doing that my whole life. I come from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I come from the dirt, dead broke. I come from the hood. I come from being evicted. You know what I mean? I come from not eating. I come from, from living in a shelter. You know what I mean? Five people in my house, me, my three brothers, my sorry, my two brothers, my one sister, but she acts like one of the brothers. So, you know, it's like my three brothers and my mom. And that's all we had. And I come from being the oldest and looking out for them. So I've been through that dirt. And through that dirt, I've come out with a skill set that has allowed me to eat and that has allowed me to be in demand by you know certain people because I can help enhance what they want to do or I can help bring their dream alive uh, of things that they're conjuring up I can help bring that to the forefront and polish it and have it look good and also I can do it in an efficient manner in a quick manner um with quality so why do i have to turn around and you see what i can do but i need to go and get treated like shit for 10 years and then hopefully by the grace of god and whoever else is above and that you know, production office or what may be, someone says, hey, you got gumption, kid. Come talk to us. Man, I done had gumption my whole life. How you think I got here? I done already had this gumption. How do you think I get here to California with already having two boys and never being in California in my life? And I'm out here doing what I do being creative as a job, excuse me, I hit the mic, but I'm out here being creative and I'm doing this as a business and I'm running it. 
So why do I need to go and get treated like shit? So that's one facet, you know, asset. That's one part of it. And I couldn't find a word there, my bad. That's one part of it. The other part is, now that I get the job, or, you know, as a freelancer, you want to pay me, or you want to say, uh, how long is this going to take you? I don't think this should take you that long. Or you want to time me, you know what I mean? You want to put me on a timer? No, it doesn't work like that. And the reason it doesn't work like that is because, you know, not to be like khaki and trying to toot my own horn or nothing like that or anybody, but you you have to understand this about yourself too. You are good at what you do. And you're good at what you do because you put the time in, you put the grind in, you spent the money on the training, you put the hours in. So you're good at what you do. And when you're good at what you do, you become efficient at what you do. Your mind works differently. Your fingers move faster across these keys. You know shortcuts. You know these programs inside and out. When something messes up, you know how to fix it. You know what I'm saying? Like these things allow you to be fast. So now you want to time me and say, this will take you, this should take you four hours or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's only going to take you two, two hours. So what? It's, it can take me one hour. It can take me one or eight hours. You should still pay my rate that I ask for because Something that may take this person eight hours, it probably only will take me one, two hours, or I can cut that time in half because I put in the work, because I know what I'm doing. I know this program inside and out. I spent those hours grinding it out. I was persistent. You feel what I'm saying? These companies have to understand this. These clients have to understand this. You know what I mean? And the only way that they will understand this is if we make them understand this. Like, and I'm not saying it's like gotta be a, a uprising or a revolution against all the clients and against all the companies, because it's not that. And please, by all means, by all means, any of my people that are listening to this, like if I still work with you and I'm talking to you, yeah, I'm not talking about you. You know what I'm saying? Because anybody that that I'm thinking of in this situation and I think they meant me some malice or some harm or they intentionally just weren't thinking about me and shoving me on a back burner, they're already removed from, you know, from my life and from my business because I feel like those people, they don't need to be there and, you know, got to put something else in front of you. You know what I mean? I had a project that, you know, I had to walk away from because I am the one who is always doing, I go above and beyond. If I take on a project, I'm trying to give you 230% on the project because I took it on at the end of the day is my name. But when someone tries to continuously run you through the mud and make you do something else and do this over and do that over and they don't want to pay anything extra, you know what I mean? They start to take advantage of you. And at that point, you just got to walk away from it. You know what I mean? So it's like you walk away from it. 
doesn't have to be any bad blood. You just say, hey, I've done all I can do. I've tried to put you in a better position. It doesn't seem like I can get you there. So I'm going to walk away from this and you can go another route. So back to the story at hand, the net 15s, 45s, 30s. Here's the deal. I am guilty of having trouble with going after clients for, uh, you know, what's your old. You try to give them the benefit of the doubt as much as you can, and you're like, yo, hey, didn't really get that check yet. Can you uh, check it out, see when it's coming out? They give you an okay. You're like, all right, cool, and you let it go. Another week pass, and you're like, shit, I got to check back in and try to get paid. We got to stop that. We really have to stop that. Like, we, we are providing... A service, and I know that other people. Um, I don't want to make this like that. So I'm just going to say other people are able to get money. You know, get their money a lot easier. And you know, I I'm kind of a like I'm, I'm a I'm a stern person, but you know, I'm chill at the same time. So I'm give you I give people a lot of rope. I give people a lot of rope before I yank it. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm, I'm giving a lot of rope before I yank it and it's, it's hurt me, you know, honestly, you know, it's the reason I couldn't do a podcast last week is because, you know, I just keeping it 100, keeping it transparent as I was hurting, I had to figure it out. So when you got to figure it out, you got to go in grind mode because there's one thing that I got to tell you. And it's one thing that you also should be telling you yourself. You should also be telling yourself. I cannot fail. Like, I don't have any room to fail. If I fail, everything tumbles under me. I got too much on top of me. I'm like upside down pyramid. You know what I mean? I'm like upside down pyramid. And if I fail, the whole pyramid collapses. And I I can't let that happen. So I didn't do a podcast because I had to. I had to get out here and grind. It's not always sweet. Anybody that's an entrepreneur, you know for sure that it's not always sweet and you have to figure it out and it's time to get yourself in grind mode and kick it into next gear. So what do we do? That's a real question. Like, I, I really want people to, you know, comment and let me know what do we do because I have my thoughts, you know what I mean? You You send in your your invoice, and, you know, you let them know that there's clear terms, net 15. If this isn't met by net 15, then there'll be a late fee assessed, whether it be a 5% late fee every month or whatever it may be. I mean, something just to try and get people to look at that and get these clients and companies to look at it and say, okay, we got to put some urgency behind this because it's going to cost us more if we don't. And then honestly, they should just respect that, that business from you. Like any business person, like I am not going to get mad at a person who I've hired to do a job that comes at me and says, Hey champ, where's the money that you owe me 
for doing that job for you because I got that project. I got what I needed out of them. I need to pay them. Plain and simple. We need to be paid as creatives. We can't allow people to pay us in exposure forever. We can't allow people to treat us like shit because they feel like they're empowered and they can do what they want. I mean, you know, shit like that happens and then you get you get me too. You know what I'm saying? You get the Me Too movement when people in power think that there's so much in power that they can just do whatever they want to to the people who are trying to come up. And then 10 10 years down the line, 5, 10 years down the line, you get your ass Me Too. And that's what you get. You know what I mean? (laughs) But yeah, man, we have to figure it out. We have to tell these people, these clients and these companies, hey, yo, like this is our livelihood. We're doing something for you so your company can, you know, make money as well. So if we're helping you make money, why wouldn't you want to pay us in a timely fashion? Now, like I said, I have I have companies that pay me on a net 15, on a net 45, on a net, net, no net 60s, not purposely at least. But, you know. We're good. Like, I hit them, you know, and they're good. Like, sometimes companies, I got to give them a little nudge. Like, hey, yo, in your page, at. And then usually that little nudge will jar. I'm like, oh, man, let me check on that. My bad. Here it comes. You know what I'm saying? And it's usually, you know, people can go on vacation. You know, the, the finance people went on vacation. The finance people were out, got sick, blah, 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 whatever. They got missed. Okay. Here's a little nudge. Like, yo, knock, knock. Then did you get that uh, invoice? Can you approve that for me? Can you send that through? Oh, yeah, no problem. I got you. Boom, it's there. But then there's those other clients. And that's what we have to avoid. So contracts, let's just talk about it. What can we do? Contracts, heavy contracts, heavy on contracts. I am big on contracts, and I have not been big on contracts my whole career. And that has hurt me. So now I'm, I'm, you know, I I have to be big on contracts. I am big on getting a deposit. So at the very least, you've been paid something. You know what I mean? I'm also big on I'm not giving you your project or your files until, you know, the final payment is made. And now, by, by the way, like, I always felt like, some things like this, like things like this, is comes out kind of harsh as I'm saying them. But there's no easy way to talk about money except for being straightforward. You can only be straightforward when you talk about money so nothing gets lost in translation. So you have to be straightforward. And it's not that you have to be a dick about it. Yo, motherfucker, where's my motherfucking money? No, it's just like, yo, uh did this for you this is how much it costs this is when uh we agree that it's going to be paid um this is when you get your project once this is paid everybody's happy we're good this is when you get your project anything outside of the scope of work we have to come back to the table and figure out how much that's going to cost you know what i mean and now mind you i i do a lot of times i put a little extra sauce on it you know what i mean just because 
That's just me. I'm champ. I'm going to put some sauce on it. I'm going to put a little extra sauce on it for you. But at no charge. But that's just more of me over-delivering and being, you know, trying to deliver great customer service and a great customer experience, a great client experience. But, yeah. Contracts? Where was I? Contracts, deposits. Um, other thing is if you, you want to put in a late fee, you know, late fees can be there as well. I mean, overall, it's just making sure that you are getting paid. You know what I mean? Like the that exposure shit is over. Exposure is dead. You know what I mean? Like I've had so many people come to me and say, champ, do this for me. We're going to do five more just like this. And they're going to all have bigger budgets. I just need you to do this one for me. You do the one. You kill it. It's dope. They're happy. Turn around. And it comes back around. They're doing another project. Wait a minute. Yo, I thought I thought we was good on the next the next four and you was paying. Oh man, you know, I ain't really got the budget like that. And I got you though. We still gonna do some more. They still coming up. I just wanted to I had been wanting to work with this guy too. And uh, come on, man. I've been there. I'm not doing that no more. Like, it's, that is dead. It is dead. Exposure is dead. This whole thing of, like, I'm looking for somebody to be on the team. You know, I'm looking to build a team. A team is great, but a team is mutually beneficial. How am I mutually benefiting off of just doing your work and letting you go out into the world, go out into the world with a dope project? And do whatever you're going to do. Prosper off of it. However you're going to prosper off of it. And I sit back. And I'm still trying to figure out. How to get. Formula. For the baby. You know what I'm saying. I'm still trying to figure out. If I need to go drive Lyft. For a couple days. To get the rest of this rent. But you out kicking it. You out getting opportunities. You out getting love. You out getting fans. Off of what I've done. You know what I mean? And then have the nerve to not even tag us. That's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother conversation we can get into. But we're not going to get into that one. So, man, I mean, really, this podcast was really just to, to talk about creatives we need to do better. And we can't blame anybody but ourselves if we're if we're continuously letting this happen to us, if we're continuously doing work for exposure, if we're continuously doing work on the I got you, if we're continuously doing work and letting companies pay us on a, a net 90. What? As a freelancer, how are you going to live when your next payment is 90 days away? How can you live? If you hire an employee, that employee is at least getting paid at the least once a month. Once a month. Normally, usually every two weeks, or you can say bi-monthly, first and the 15th. That person can survive. They have to pay that employee. But clients and companies, they feel like this is a freelancer. I pay them when I'm ready. 
We can't take that. So we're going to need some guarantees. Either quote it out like, yo, this is going to take me a week. This is my rate for a week. I take the first payment to get started and final payment when I turn it in. Or you dictate your terms. Like, no, I work on a, a net 15. And that's how that's how it works. And if they can't respect that, then that might not be a job that you need to take. And trust me, like the universe will bring you something better. The trust that the universe will bring you something better. The universe has always brought me through whatever I need to do. God has always brought me through whatever I've, whenever I've gotten to a point where it's just like flat. I don't know what to do. I've gotten through it. You don't die. You grind. You don't shrivel up. You stand up. And you get to it. We got to stop letting these people do this. That exposure shit is dead. That super long wait times on payments is dead. You know? The people who are paying you, they're not waiting to get, you know, waiting to get paid. Unless you're somebody like me who is waiting on the company to pay. And see, that's the other thing. That's my other downfall. Is because now I'm bringing in my employees in my company to help out or my freelancers or my contractors to help out. And I am counting on that net 15 so I can make sure that they're taken care of. So that's, that's me. I know I'm not the only person suffering from this. I know I'm not the only person that really feels this, uh, this pain. I know I'm not the only person that goes through this on you know, a monthly basis, chasing down clients. But it's part of the game. It is part of the game, but we got to figure out how to change it, how to protect ourselves and just understand that that exposure shit is dead, especially if you've already done things to get your exposure. You have a reel now. You got some dope things. And now, mind you, there are some situations where your currency, I always say this, there are some situations where your currency is not actually money. Your currency could be, oh, this has this actor in it. This has a cool, this has a cool concept. This is something that I want to do. This is something that I want for my reel. And now I am deciding that I am going to help you because now this is mutually beneficial. Like I feel good about this now. I feel like I want to do this. You feel what I'm saying? That could be your, your currency at that point. You know, and if it's a, you know, you're doing something for an influencer or somebody with like a big following and you're, you know, you're just you. Make sure you get on. You get on their shout outs or on their page or they tag you or make sure that there's some kind of engagement where, yo, my boy did this for me. Go check him out. Follow him right now. I need 2000 people to go follow him right now. That's your currency. You know what I mean? That's your currency. So, I don't know if this podcast made sense. Uh, it's late. Everybody's sleep. It's hot because I'm in my little part of the house, my little studio, and it gets a lot warmer than the rest of the house. So, I can't really turn the air conditioning on or else everybody else will freeze. And I'm thirsty. 
I don't want to drink water on the microphone because then it's going to turn into a weird ASMR video, which, by the way, I should just start doing ASMR videos. Then I wouldn't have to worry about clients at all because people would just listen to me eat a burger or something. I don't know. I'm rambling, but I thank you all for uh, tuning in. And uh, let me know, man. Let me know some more topics that y'all want to talk about. I'm coming back with some more guests. Um, I have found out, though, that this podcast is more, it feels more entrepreneurial than entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, however you say it. I know I say it different ways every time, but it feels more entrepreneurial than it does, uh, you know, a filmmaking podcast and it does anything else. And uh, so it's for sure not a filmmaking podcast, but it's just as like sometimes I'll talk about things I do in film and being a creative, but it's mostly just about being an entrepreneur and really pushing past adversity and, you know, being able to grind and be persistent and be resilient. And that's it. I've got no more. That is my rant. Hopefully this helps somebody. Um, Hopefully we can all get paid in a timely manner. And, you know, keep being creative. Keep kicking ass. Thank y'all for tuning in. Do like the rappers. I've been Brandon Champ Robinson. And you just listen to the imagination. But, ugh. I fucked it up right at the end. All right, bye. I'm sleepy. I'm going to sleep. Bye.